probably the 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 down talking to themselves, um, not necessarily believing they can do something or, or like talking themselves out of something, um, because you know that that fear mentality that they might fail at something prevents them from actually progressing. Yeah. And there's a difference between you know fear that I'm like if I do this I may get injured or fear that I'm just I'm going to fail at this that's why I'm not going to do it. Good morning everyone. This is Jarrett Basson with Chris Lemmel and today you are listening to Triumph Every Day. We discussed the journeys that shaped the lives of our guests and how it brought them to where they are today. Um, obviously a little bit different than normal. We actually don't have a third guest. Uh, Mark is out for the day. Uh, so it's just me and Chris. We actually asked our um, our members and kind of the, the general public to um, shout out any questions that they may have for us as coaches. Um, you know, we don't have all the answers, but we have maybe just a little bit different insight to um, you know the general fitness world and kind of how we've shaped our journey, which may be a little bit different than than I think most other people. Um, and I think too, a lot of people think that you know everything. I don't say it's easy, but um, maybe it is a little bit easier that, you know, we do spend a lot of time in a gym and things like yeah. that. So, um, I think we've you know, had a lot of years of experience at this point. So it yeah. comes off as maybe, Oh, well it's just, that's just natural for them to right. do what they do, which is definitely not true. Yeah. Um, you know, we've, we've had our share of struggles along the way. Um, lots of, lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of failure, um, which a lot of people don't see, um, you know, especially in the world of, you know, your social media where you post PR, you post, um, you highlight know, good reel. lift. Exactly. So, <laughs> your uh, your, your general highlight reel. So we, by no means are inhuman. We fail, um, pretty regularly, um, if not daily. And that I think is, uh, what most people don't get to see as often. So, um, we have everything from, you know, pretty serious questions, some lengthy ones to, um, you know, things about grilled cheese. So <laughs> awesome. So we'll, uh, we'll definitely dive in a little bit. Um, I maybe want to talk, and if you guys are, we're got a little live feed going here. So if you guys have any questions um, pertaining to, you know, maybe fitness, pretty much anything in general, just shout them out there and we'll uh, do our best to answer them. So, um, and if we don't know the answer, we'll find it and get back to you. I'll just Google it. Yeah, we'll Google it right here. Power of the internet. Yeah, we'll just Google it and we'll come up with an answer. So, (laughs) um, we'll just dive in with a couple that uh, I I found pretty interesting. Tess asked that, that how coaching has changed for us over the last half a dozen years, um, the big ways, she says. So I think um, many of them are probably not big ways. Um, a lot of them are probably really small, tiny little incremental things that shift um, as you progress through your coaching years. Um, I think I think with anyone who dives into a coaching position, whether it is in CrossFit, whether it's in sports, whether it's in, you know, um, kind of a sports therapy type thing, you, you gain a lot of knowledge really, really quickly. Um, and I think this can be, um, transferred over into probably, probably just about anything. Honestly, you gain a lot of knowledge really quickly. And then all of a sudden you feel like you kind of know all the answers. Um, and I think that's just maybe a little bit of immaturity thing. And you, you slowly start to realize that, you know, almost nothing still. Um, you know, all the things that you thought you knew that was this huge wealth of information are barely scratching the surface when it comes to uh, the reality of the situation. So for me personally, the big one was definitely um, kind of being humbled by really good coaches and realizing that I, I didn't know a whole lot, um, you know, especially seeing someone who's really, really good at their craft um, and seeing them in action and then you going, wow, I, I have a lot to learn. So that was probably a big one for me personally. Uh, for me, um, the, the knowledge part came a little easier just because it was something that I had always done. I went to school for it. That was kind of like, that was my thing. Um, for me, it was probably more of the connecting with people better. Um, I think all of us are pretty guilty of early on being pretty rough around the edges with the way that we talk to people. Maybe if, 
someone didn't said something we didn't agree with in class or you know they had questions and maybe they had a bunch of questions and it was just um, I think the the big changes uh, has been the personality of coaches you've really seen less of these uh, hard like tough like you got to throw up and everything's got to hurt and I don't want to hear it I don't care you know to more of how are you like how are you actually doing what's going on uh, and I think getting to know people better, I think, is what I've seen the biggest change in. Um, even with the personal training that used to do compared to what I do now, um, I think people are finally in this industry talking to each other and trying to instead of trying to hold the secret, right? Um, that's one thing I'm really proud of what we do is we don't try to guard what we do. We tell everyone what we're doing, whether we know you here or not. I think some of our followers are across the world and some of the stuff that our stuff ha happens to hit. Um, I think that's the biggest thing I've seen is coaches reaching out to other coaches. Hey, I have this problem. What did you do to solve this? Yeah. Um, I think that's the biggest change I've seen uh, personally is just communication skills on a totally different level. And I think people are looking more into the psychology of coaching and what you say and your body language and things like that have, have changed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. The knowledge base has definitely expanded. Um, exponentially. And, and, and part of that has just been the, the, um, the pervasiveness of social media and the, the good part, the good per pervasiveness of it, you know, um, being able to infiltrate kind of every part of your day and you start to kind of see um, if you have a question about form, you have a question about, you know, should I be doing this or should I be doing that? Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit easier. From it's, Germany, we got some. There you go. Sebastian, yeah. yeah. There you go. Hey, man. Um, so you get to, uh, you, you get a wider, you cast a broader net, I think, uh, and you start to see different avenues kind of come into one that, that you wouldn't see otherwise without the internet. You know, you could have someone who's on the West Coast doing something new that may complement what you're doing here and you can actually connect to that person whereas before you really couldn't. Yeah. You know, so in that and within the last, you know, six to seven years it has just gotten easier to do. Not that you couldn't do it, you know, then it just got has gotten easier to do. So um I'll save this one for later. That would be a fun one to answer. Um so uh, Stan had a couple. Um, Stan's, oh, Stan's the man. Ones, yeah. yeah. So um, this one's pretty pretty easy to answer, even though it's a loaded question. Nutrition, sleep, or workload? What is the most important for success in order and why? Um, uh, honestly, probably sleep would be the first one because a lot of people neglect it so much. Uh, I think it's it's really easy to. Um, you know, the workload is the easiest one to do, to be completely honest. A lot of people think that they have to spend a ton of time in the gym. Workload is the easiest one to, to really manage, uh, to be completely honest with you, because you can make yourself work out more. You can find a buddy who, uh, you know, if Chris and I work out and Chris has to go for the day and someone else fresh comes in, I can always dive in with another workout with them and increase my workload. Yeah. Uh, I can always write more programming. I can always, you know, do a two a day. I can work out in the morning and then come back and work in the evening if I really wanted to. Um, that one is honestly the easiest one to do. Um, time is valuable. Sleep is really hard to manage for a lot of people, uh, especially if you have families, if you have um, you know, young kids, if you've got a career that's very demanding, um, that is one that probably people neglect, um, the most. And I say that because they knowingly neglect nutrition. Like if you say a lot, I guess my point is if you, if you ask probably a hundred people, uh, 90% of them will say, you know, uh, you know, I, I work out pretty well. My nutrition's okay. Oh, my sleep's great. Yeah. You know, is it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, you know, there's, I listened to a guy, he, Regardless of his day, he allots himself nine, or I'm sorry, eight hours of sleep per day. So, um, and it's really tough to do, you know, but mm -hmm. if, if you got to think, if you got to be here at 5.30 in the morning, backtrack, uh, you know, 20 minutes to get here, uh, 10 minutes to get ready, whatever that is, mm -hmm. backtrack eight hours from there, you may be going to bed pretty darn early for the night, you know, so that is one of those things that you have to take into account that most people don't. Um, and that's why I would put it first and I would definitely say, honestly, nutrition and sleep may be, may be, uh, uh, interchangeable, but workload is honestly the least important. Yeah. I think it really is. Yeah. Uh, Stan, you are going to hate my answer. It depends. 
Yeah. To me, it depends who it is. Um, That's true. I know, you know, and I 100% agree with what Jared's saying. Sleep is super important. It's where you recover from workouts. Um, another huge factor of your sleep is your nutrition. It, it compounds, right? When we talk about as I'm, like, as I'm like chugging a massive <laughs> coffee right now. Um, when you <coughs> talk about like the pyramid of fitness or whatever you want to call it, right? You can only build a pyramid as high as its base is wide. And the base of every pyramid is nutrition, right? But if you have great nutrition, but you are stressed to the max, you might not sleep. And if you don't sleep, you probably don't have the energy to work out. You know, so it I guess really the, the depends who you are. Think um, about think about the last time that you got a full nine oh. of sleep, and you had a decent amount of nutrition. You know, you you maybe had a little extra carbs or something to to really come in. You come in the next day and like. Not knowingly, but all of a sudden you're like, oh, I just lifted like a champ today. Yeah. You know, and most people don't put two and two together. No. They no, just no, no, think no. like the stars aligned. Yeah. There's actually a really cool study that I just saw. It talked about uh, muscle density increasing with increased sleep, right? So, legitimately, your muscles, when you get that eight and a half, nine hours of sleep, your muscles will actually recover more and get thicker, denser, stronger. Like that was a legitimate study. I'll have to find that and post that again because it was a really interesting study. Yeah. Um, but I mean, a sleep deprivation at any point, an hour of lack of sleep decreases men's testosterone levels, increases um, levels and decreases, increases and decreases certain levels of, of hormones in both males and females. And neither of that fluctuation is good. Um, just think about any time you've ever had to pull an all-nighter and yeah. how bad you felt the next yeah. day. Now, you may not be doing that when you're getting you know, four or five hours of sleep. You may not feel that supreme effect, yeah. but you can definitely tell when you're not sleeping enough. Yeah. You know? And then we, we generally compound with coffee and things like that. Um, personally, this is my, you know, my, only my, my second cup for the whole week. Um, this is bigger than a cup, obviously. You know, we say cup in a very relative term, but... Um, but going Coke. from going yeah exactly <laughs> going from uh, a very large amount of caffeine to a small amount of caffeine personally I have found that my sleep has been drastically better drastically better um, but to to kind of go off what Chris is saying nutrition we could spend the next hour on nutrition um, I know I personally eat a little bit different than Chris um, both of which work really well for us. Um, I know when I'm at a little bit of a caloric deficit, I can tell, I can feel myself. Uh, and I think it's really finding a balance of what your goal is versus, you know, maybe if I, if I have an aesthetic goal, I'm going to be miserable. You know, mm -hmm. there's a, there's a, a very interesting bell curve. Um, on, draw with my finger here right so we have you basically have your kind of two axes here you have your um, basically your aesthetic um, kind of what you think aesthetically being a zero and a ten you know zero being sedentary um, you know highly obese to ten being the cover of a magazine of you know bodybuilding magazine and then you have your quality of life you know so you have zero again just unhappy depressed hate everything about your life to 10 being the best you've ever felt in your entire life. Well, the bell curve, you actually start out and you will see this massive increase, but at a certain point, you'll see a serious decrease. Yeah. So in order to get that show ready or the, you know, the, the magazine cover, the Instagram yeah. picture, those people are pretty miserable. Yeah, it's not realistic to maintain or safe right. for a exactly. super low body weight. Exactly, so it's one of those things that like, can, can I get to this like, supreme like uh, you know shredded look yeah but that's not my personal body type yeah. i don't i don't sit there very comfortably uh some people do they're naturally skinny have a low percentage of body fat and that's the other end of the spectrum yeah. where they have to eat a caloric surplus just to keep up with their metabolism so to piggyback off what chris said it absolutely a hundred percent depends yeah. um you know depending on whatever diet if you want to call it a diet you're following I know keto is a really big one right now I think the reason that works for a lot of people is generally they're increasing their protein intake and decreasing their overall caloric intake yeah. and decreasing carbs yeah and people overeat carbs like it's their job right they do it without even thinking about exactly. it. exactly so so it's not that like that's the end-all be-all reason on why they're losing weight they're actually losing weight because they're at an overall caloric deficit so once you burn there's a um, you know, one of those Guinness World Record stories of 
um, a, a man actually survived for like 91 days or something like that just off of he did not eat for 91 days off of stored fat. stored body fat yeah. he was he was wildly obese this is in the early 1900s late 1800s um, but lived for like 91 days before he had to eat again but again at a certain point his body was no longer at a caloric surplus, yeah. so he has to eat. So that's the reason I think a lot of people see this step, this uh, decrease in body weight whenever they start something like uh, Atkins was the original one, yeah. and then keto, um, where they're yeah, eating even, yeah, Atkins paleo keto. Yeah. Like, you're eating a very low carbohydrate density, uh, or uh, um, you know, as far as your macros go, you're eating high fat, high high uh, protein. Um, and lower carbs, and that's usually why you see yeah. a weight decrease. Now, eventually, you have to find what works best for you yeah. and what evens it out. I don't know personally enough about keto um, mm -hmm. to speak more on it, but um, I know that for me, uh, if you want to put a name on it, I probably eat zone still, which is like, I don't know if CrossFit still teaches that. That's what they taught yeah. way back in the day. But for me, it works because mentally, I know when I look at something, I can say that is they call them blocks that's that's but that's nine that's nine grams of carbohydrates i know what that is because i eat it enough yeah. um i'm very boring when it comes to that but again it's easy for me to know what i'm actually eating yeah. i know you you've i've seen you've kind of gone in different directions a couple yeah. times you're eating a lot of rice now yeah um, i dabble yeah <laughs> I dabble exactly a bit. but it's you know. but it, but it's helpful because now you have experience in yeah in what works for you again yeah. that works for you so yeah. it's not like oh chris is ripped i'm gonna do what chris does yeah well, they might, mm. might not necessarily be true for your body type. Yeah. And I'm, I'm also a pretty boring eater myself. Um, pretty much same breakfast, lunch, dinner every single day, switching up vegetables every now and then so I don't get affected overly by one. Mm. Um, the one thing I will add on is, you know, every diet works until it doesn't. Um, you need to pick something you're going to stick to and really understand how it works. Um, I've been looking into some fasting, um, not intermittent, um, but just once a week, a full, maybe 24 hour fast. And there's a protocol to come out of that too. Um, 48, we had uh, Ray Fox just did uh, a week with, was no breakfast. She right? was only eating, she was not eating from sunup to sundown. sundown. So she could eat prior to the sun coming up, which is very early in the morning. Yeah. If you guys are, have ever early gotten rising. up and just, just start eating, you know, right away, it's not very fun. Um, and then, so she's, she's fasting throughout the day and hers is a little more religious reasons, but, um, there is, there is some, some incredible benefits. There is, um, you know, the, the kind of new thought is that it's killing off some of these weaker cells and, you know, allows your stronger cells to regenerate quicker, uh, because they're not being, you're, you're not basically wasting energy on regenerating bad cells. And there's less chance of mutations and things like that. Yeah. It's cool. It's so, pretty cool. Um, we'll talk about that forever. I do want to move on. We have, we have a lot of questions, so we could we could do a whole uh, series just on nutrition, which maybe we'll do a little bit. Um, some other questions Stan posted, just uh, proudest coaching moments. Um, there's quite a few. The, a lot of them being, you know, obviously, whenever you see someone PR, um, it's really exciting. Um, I don't by any means think this is like a... Uh, glorified you know we're not we're not put this way we're not doing it for like the glory you know we really enjoy helping people um what we got there what's your stance on late night taco bell asking for a friend from mike colgan taco bell's actually if you if it's you're good gonna, if you want to cut weight in the morning yeah <laughs> uh I, honestly if you if you really dive into some of the menus of some of the crappier uh fast food joints you can make smart decisions it's just the fact that generally, if you're, if you're hitting up Taco Bell, it's probably already not yeah. a smart decision. You've already night. made bad choices. Colgan, come on. Uh, to go back to our coaching moments, uh, to go back to coaching moments, a lot of those, again, the PRs are, are amazing. They're really cool to see, uh, you know, your big milestones, muscle ups, snatch PRs, um, you know, anything with gymnastics wise is, yeah. is pretty exciting stuff. You, to see people light up whenever they, get their first insert movement yeah. is is pretty awesome but i do think the for me the more exciting ones have been you know people coming to me telling me that they have gotten off of two of you know the three medications they're on um because that's the proof is in the pudding you know if if, if your doctor is saying that what you're eating is working what you're doing at the gym is working and you no longer have to take these medications a you're saving money b you're you're 
less medications are good. Yeah. Let's, let's put yeah. it that way. Less man-made you stuff know? is better. Um, but, and I won't name any names, but there have been a couple specific ones that have been pretty, pretty awesome. They end in, you know, hugs and things like that. Yeah. So, um, those are big ones for me. Yeah. For me, it's anytime. Um, I mean, the PRs are always amazing. I like, I really love the, uh, kind of hidden PRs. The, you know, this has always hurt. This movement has always hurt. Uh, I've been in pain for a long time. I'm not in pain anymore. I can do this movement and it doesn't hurt. I don't, I'm not, whenever someone's not afraid of a movement anymore, that's when I feel like, okay, we've, we have a win here. Um, and I think those are the really small ones. Like someone comes up, I did, I did nine double unders, like out from the outside. It's like, okay, you did nine. But that person who's been fighting and struggling for nine double unders, that can turn into 12, 20, 30 start breaking them off it's just momentum anytime you see anytime i see someone start gaining momentum in their fitness and in their health that's a win every single time yeah i'm sure that's not what people are. i'm you know i'm sure people are looking for like this one time this happened yeah, yeah. but there's i think there's there's none that really like are like jumping out um again the big ones um just people coming there was a big one here that she did she, she came up to me and said that you know i no longer have to take uh you know, a blood pressure medication, a cholesterol medication because of what's going on here. Um, that those are the big ones for, for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, one about music. Can we have rock music Tuesdays? Um, I I don't care. Here's the thing guys on music. I've been doing this, uh, long enough that you can put on whatever. Yeah. I, I'm so numb to the music, um, and I don't want it to come off as a bad thing because I know how much music can affect you. Uh, I love music, believe me. You know, there's there's, you know, an iPod in my car. They don't even make this thing anymore. It's got twenty four thousand songs on it. I used to DJ. Like, it, music is is a huge part of my life. But for me, it's one of those things that it's kind of just something to drown out the heavy breathing. <laughs> uh, so I don't personally care what we have. I know. Um, we're in the process of switching some, some things over um, to where, you know, to be more of a soundtrack type thing and it, we won't have a lot of control in it for, you know, some legal stuff. And But I don't care what music we play, yeah. you know, if it's one of those things that um, the, the gym, the, the class has a preference for that day, we'll put it on. Yeah. Does not matter to the coaches, does not matter to us. Um, you know, I know that there's a, a wide variety of people and some people like certain music some people like other music yeah. but it doesn't really matter to me at all we might um, have heard enough sale <laughs> yeah sir. um I, I will say i will say that um you know as far as as music goes try and think of it as a lot of people get very defensive about their music taste and I've seen coaches do certain things like turn the music off or take the chalk away for the day and just to really switch stuff up to yeah. really take you outside your comfort zone. I think I remember one time at the, at the old car wash gym, I, the, the workout was like an 800 meter run. You came back in, did a bunch of cleans. You did a 400 meter run, you did some cleans and everyone is three, two, one, go set them out on a run. And as they were running, I took, I stripped all the bars and I threw the weight everywhere around the room. Just threw it around. Uh, it came back in, looked like a mess in there. And you saw kind of two different types of people. And that was the people who went straight back to their bar, loaded it, and started the workout. And then the other people who threw their hands up in the air and said, This is BS, yeah. and complained, and like, you know, they're mad at me. Yeah. And the point is, 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 you know, I don't think we're teaching like wildlife lessons here. I don't have any, you know, I'm not naive enough to think that, you know, we're going to change people's. Um, psyche just like that but I want people to think that like life is unfair it's going to throw curveballs at you pick up the bar and let's go you know so it's kind of the same thing with music like yeah there's some times where you don't like the song but just suck it up maybe someone likes the song in in the room you know so off my soapbox for that one Um, Micah these are from Micah we had uh, two um, two questions from coach's least favorite exercise uh, single leg stuff for me. Pistols. I've got jacked up hips. I got jacked up ankles. Um, pistols have always been one that just really have bothered me. Um, I lack the 
um, thoracic mobility to really get down in a proper position. Um, and generally what ends up happening is I come up too far in the toes, I get pain in the knees. And it's one of those things now, you know, now that I'm not necessarily competitive, like I just don't do pistols anymore. And that's the nice thing about CrossFit is like, I can still get a great workout yep. and not do pistols. Yep. You know, um, I don't know what it is for you, Chris. Uh, my least favorite exercise, running. Running's my least running. favorite exercise. <laughs> uh, should check out. Oh, we should check out an app. All right. Oh, okay. That's a cool question. Definitely. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, definitely running. Um, not because of anything other than it just more than any other thing we do blows up my heart rate and it just it's a, a hard breathing uh, kind of momentum for me. Yeah. Uh, another question from him, coaches, fitness and health struggles, um, pistols and running. No, <laughs> um, fitness and health struggles. Uh, I think staying on task for a goal is tough. Um, our schedules are pretty sporadic. Um, mine is a little bit different than Chris's in that, um, Chris's right now has a lot of personal training has a lot his he has a structured time that he is on the clock and then the rest of his time he can do with what he wants and right now he's filling up with a lot of PT and things like that which is awesome but um, I know for him we actually talked a little bit about it, just goal setting I think you know like I've I love weightlifting I did one in February and have not had the time to properly train for another weightlifting meet and so like I lift I do it um, but it, it hasn't been, it hasn't been enough for me to say that I'm going to go and do this weightlifting meet, um, this weekend, um, because it takes time to build up to that, yeah. you know? So goal setting is definitely one. Um, me personally, anxiety is another big one. You know, let's talk about health struggles. Um, it just, a lot of internal fighting of, you know, is, is this move going to be the right thing for the gym? Is it the right thing for the community? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of second guessing. Um, and maybe that's a little more mental than, than an actual, you know, health, but you know, the mental health side of things is always really tough. You know, finding time to rest and um, not be here, I think is another big one. Uh, just because I'm not here, it's usually I'm at home on the computer and it's hard to really turn things off. You know, I've, even, even while on vacations and on honeymoons and things like that, it, it's, tough to not think about this place yep. so that's a that's a really big one for me um goals again goals for me um uh, have been a real struggle um especially this last maybe year or so um for me it's the the big struggle i kind of come into with goals is uh i think it really comes down to body image issues um kind of always has um i've always been kind of the uh thick thicker coach or whatever um the bigger coach or the bigger guy i never been super lean um i wasn't the top athlete nothing like that um and i think just in the back of my mind it's always been like ah oh, do i look do i look how i should look and it's like you don't really have to look a certain you shouldn't have to look a certain way i'm not trying to fit a mold or something like that but i think that's always on the top of my head is um am i performing well am i do i look aesthetically the way I should. There was um, a, um, sorry to cut you off there. There was, it was a, it's what, OPEX training now? Mm-hmm. It used to be OPT. Um, and he would do these seminars and stuff like that and, you know, kind of weekend camps. And um, they, there was one, a guy, Will Revis, came back <clears throat> from his and, and Will is probably in the two, he was, I don't know, I haven't seen him in forever, but in the 220 range, but he's about my height. So he's a big dude, yeah. strong, immensely strong, freak athlete. Um, and his, he's kind of along the same lines with you, Chris, where he's like, I'm, I'm always this bigger guy. And the idea being is you should be training to your essence. Um, that's what they, you know, they call it training to your essence. Meaning if I'm, you know, six, five and, you know, 200 pounds, I'm probably not going to be a huge squatter. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to be good at rowing. I'm going to go to wall balls. I'm just talking specifically about CrossFit, yeah. right? Um, but if I'm if I'm five six one seventy, I can probably squat. You know, double body weight relatively mm-hmm. easily. Um, but learning how that fits into your fitness, 
yeah. you know, learning that, that, you know, you, you, you're genetically inclined or declined to certain things, yeah. you know, and realizing that and being okay with it, I think is, is, is a big one. That's to go back to that first question we answered, you know, um, how's coaching changed for you over the last couple of years? That's a big one too. I think maybe not coaching, but just on a personal athletic level, like realizing that like, no matter how hard I train, no matter how much I do, I've only got this much left in my, my God given potential, Yep. you know? Um, and, and definitely being okay with that. Yeah. And I think that's, and that's where I think my training's kind of brought me in the last couple months is just, I do really well under, some heavy volume, some heavy lifts, and a little bit of cardio. Um, and I still hop into classes and have a blast, um, but definitely hitting some heavier weights and some bodybuilding style stuff um, while keeping it functional has definitely um, shown to be kind of more my jam. And uh, hello, Sarah. We miss you too. She says, how do you try to motivate the, the sandbaggers? The sandbaggers. Uh, outside of all of the phone calls and text messages that you get from us. Um, <laughs> I think that's, that's tough. Look, life is about prioritizing, mm-hmm. right? So life is about your, your priorities. So I don't fault people for struggling to make it here. Yeah, you know, busy. I mean, it, like if you, if you have a, a career, if you have a family, like that's a massive chunk of your time, yeah. you know? Um, I think, that comes down to an individual conversation, um, maybe with a spouse, you know, that doesn't involve us. Like we're not going to admit all that, mm. you know, but, but the, the successful ones where I've seen people kind of say, all right, I came for a while. I need to come back. I can't get in a groove, uh, or whatever it is. Yeah. I've lost all my gains. Yeah. I, I've do? lost motivation yeah. or I'm scared to come back. Yeah. You know, we see that a lot where it's like, I was, I was at this level and now I've taken time off and I feel like I'm going to be down here when I come back. That's totally understandable. I can see where you're coming from. So I think, A, it's a conversation with yourself being saying what is, what is actually important to me? Is my health a priority? Is, you know, again, if you want to make it vain and say is my aesthetic, mm-hmm. you know, the way I look, does that, is that important to me? Just changing the way I look and change the way I feel? Generally, that is a yes in the positive direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but having a conversation with maybe your work, you know, hey, can if you if you have if you're so lucky to have a job where it has maybe a little bit of flexibility, can I come in a half hour later because that allows me to get to class and yeah. work out? You know, a lot of people never ask that question. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and the majority of the time, especially with the positive direction, a lot of workplaces have gone with health. Yeah. Uh, they realize that a healthy person cuts down on insurance premiums. They cut down, yeah. it makes everything better for everyone. Uh, yeah, productivity comes up, exactly. Attendance, you're not sick yeah. as often. So having a discussion with your workplace, uh, having a discussion with your, your family and, and spouse. Um, and, and like I said, just prioritizing your health, making time for yourself, because that is important. We're, we are very um, adept to sacrificing our time for other people, yeah. you know, and, and because we, we don't want to feel selfish and you're not being selfish. No. Taking care of yourself and your health is not, is yeah. not selfish. You can't take care of other people if you haven't taken care of yourself. It's the, it's the, it's, uh, just, it's the airplane thing, right? Yeah. Put your mask on, on before help helping other people. <laughs> right. Um, and I think if you're talking, if you're referring to sandbagging, maybe in class, I don't really, I mean, you can't, you can try to motivate, but most people don't need a cheerleader. Most of the time people are coming in to burn off stress. If you come in during the day, like Monday, that workout was gross. Bunch yeah. of running, bunch of burpees. If you came in that day and you're like, I just gotta get through this somehow, I don't consider that sandbagging. I consider you doing grunt work, you know? Um, there are some days where I've gone into a workout, I'm like, I'm just gonna take my time through this, take, through, take those sandbag days and treat them as a technique day. Oh, well, I'm not gonna finish, finish first in the workout. Uh, I'm going to really focus on all my lifts are going to look really good or whatever. Uh, find, find wins in that. Um, I don't really worry too much about people sandbagging, at least here. Everyone's, everyone really, yeah, I think, I think it, it comes, right. I think it comes down to, um, you know, we do send out the programming previews. Um, so you kind of get a glance of what's coming at you. Pick your, pick your days, yeah. pick 
one, start with one, they're like, I'm gonna go ham on this day. Yeah. You know, maybe it's a day that, that it's just all in your favor. Like it's all movements you really enjoy. Go ham on that day, yeah. you know? Um, and at least then, like, like Chris said, there's been days where it's like, all right, it's, I'm wrecked, but I do wanna kind of move around a little bit. I'm gonna take my time and instead of, you know, doing butterfly pull-ups, I'm gonna do strict pull-ups and reduce the reps down. Yeah. You know, I, my heart rate is not going to be here, but I do get to move a little bit, and yeah. I still get the benefits of of, of actually exercising. Yeah. So again, yeah, it's not necessarily that you're sandbagging. I think motivating yourself to maybe push the weight yeah. can be scary. Um, I get that. You know, I, I do that a lot with deadlifts. Um, mm -hmm. Again, just having some hip issues and things like that. So um, I don't I don't necessarily consider that sandbagging either, but. Uh, again, pick your battles. Pick the days. If if you're good going overhead, go heavy on the overhead days, you know. Um, and ask a coach as well. You know, deadlifts are one where you know we we have some trap bars. Well, I can use a trap bar and probably get in a better position on a heavier deadlift than I would on a traditional bar. So maybe I'll use that next time. Yeah. Um, maybe I have shoulder issues. Well, how do I still get a good workout without doing butterfly pull-ups? Well, pick up the pace on the run and you know, you won't necessarily have to fly through the pull-up. Yeah. You know, there's there's ways around it um, as far as motivation is in, quote, sandbagging on some of those. Yeah. Um, I'll get to Rob's here in a second. That's a long one. Oh, yeah, one. Rob. Uh, I had a good one, though. That's a... Yeah. Maybe we'll end on that one. Um, we'll jump to Sean. Sean had a pretty interesting question. Who would win in a fight between a grilled cheese sandwich and a taco? Ooh. Why? I already got my answer. That's that's an easy one for me. What is it? What do you got? Grilled cheese. Yeah? Yeah. Taco's already busted open. Stuff's Ooh. pouring out. Depends. If you say yeah, soft Yeah, the grilled talk, cheese is mushy, though. It's mushy, but it can take a blow. You ever seen Butterbean? No uh. one's really putting him down. <laughs> <laughs> I look at that. It's got a crunchy exterior. It can be kind of tough. Um, tacos, while spicy, they're going to fight hard. If you got a, if you got that hard shell, it cracks pretty quick. Mm. And if what you're if a soft you the, shell, you're all... if you get the, the combo and soft shell around the combo? The See, that's two on one. That's the <laughs> handicap match. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, pull, I pull for grilled cheese. Oh, all right, moving on. We don't need to go into that. <laughs> you didn't think that now, was going to happen. Now you want me... Now you got me wanting some food. Mm -hmm. um, grilled cheese tacos. Uh, Amanda, <laughs> Amanda asked one about... Uh, things that kind of get under our skin uh what is something that members constantly do uh that we as coaches want us to quit doing or better uh limit two responses um i don't know things like stuff that used to get under my under my skin was like people who showed up late and honestly that it was a long time ago and that was probably more of just immaturity on my part um you know, thinking that people are there for me, which is not the case. They're there to get, you know, a workout in. Um, now it's a lot more like, hey, I'm glad you're here. Is traffic okay? Is everything all right? Uh, and there's generally there's people that are leaving directly from work and coming here um, or getting kids on the bus and coming here. So, like, definitely not faulting people for that. Um, um, I, if anything, I would, I would say... Probably the 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 down talking to themselves, um, not necessarily believing they can do something or, or like talking themselves out of something, um, because you know that that fear mentality that they might fail at something prevents them from actually progressing. Yeah. And there's a difference between you know fear that I'm like if I do this I may get injured or fear that I'm just I'm gonna fail at this that's why I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. You know, the failure, the fear of failing at something um, prevents so many people from trying different things in life. Um, you know, we've talked a lot on this podcast about how CrossFit can actually shape your your life um, and change your kind of mentality. And I, I truly believe like stepping outside of your comfort zone and trying stuff you didn't think you could possibly do. And, and even if you fail at it, like at least you tried it, um, it can actually reshape the way you think about just about everything in life. Yeah. So that's a big one for me. Um, you know, I, you know, it's like 
show up late, show up with the Colgan approach. Yeah. <laughs> but, and again, you know, they're, it's not like those guys are, are purposely late. Maybe Colgan is. I don't know. Col- I think Colgan <laughs> might, he might He might be pushing it. Just I, for I, fun. I've seen him sit in his car for a little bit watching his clock. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, my, and it was even before coaching, um, for me, the, the late is, and, you know, Marshall knows this, um, it sucks to be late and it sucks to be waiting on someone um, because you feel like, oh, I, I don't want, I don't want you to be lost in class. Um, yeah, it's a big and, one. I think yeah. people think that we're, we're, um, a lot of it anymore is like, I, especially if it's like a, a day that requires a lot of warming up, yeah. like we don't want you to miss stuff. Like the warm ups are written to get you properly warmed up yeah. for what we're about to do. And, it, and you can't just hop in, you know, uh, if it's like, oh, well, it's a 40 minute workout. You know, we only got 10 minutes or so to warm up, 10, 15 minutes to warm up before we need to get into this. Um, I think for me, the, like, as far as the tardiness, it's if you're showing up to a bunch of different class times and it's still five to eight minutes late, you know, it's like what what happened on traffic? What's going on? I know the construction in this area is ridiculous. Um, but between that one and I think it's um, I think it's the yeah, the, the talk or maybe uh, just I don't know, dis dissatisfying, not happy with the workout the way. You know, well, instead of the bike, can I do this? Yeah, yeah. Injuries, like, injury is one thing. Yeah, injury is one thing. If it's if it's a preference of like the bike is rough, like the bike is rough, uh, but it's there. It's a tool. It's a tool to get you to your goal, um, and that's all. I mean, as coaches, even we we gripe about that. What do we got? What here? we got there? Oh boy, we got a bunch. Let's see here. I'm gonna knock this phone over. I guarantee it. No, no. All right, we're going to come over close here. Let's see what we get. Oh, it's the real MKC. Love that. Number one reason I like coming to see you guys. If you're not failing, you are not progressing. a boy. I'm not going to lie, guys. I sit in my car like Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay, I'll go. I'll go. F it, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's a fair answer. That's fair. There's, there's um, some of those. Um, the, we had a really good one from Rob. Uh, told me this one was brewing for a while. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to read it out. It's a long one. Um, So with it being so much easier in today's world, technology slash financial awareness, uh, cutting gym memberships mean to save money, instant results and gratification, neglect or give up on overall fitness. How would you as as owners, coaches, and people who sincerely care about the health of individuals use your platform and position at the time at the gym to keep us on track for the long term? Mm. Uh, Wow. So a lot going on there. Um, I, I, we're, I've had this discussion with a couple people lately. Um, you know, I think for a, we need at Triumph, we need 0.02% of the population for us to be successful. Um, and that's, that, to be honest, it's speaking from a strictly financial standpoint. We don't need a lot of people. I want... I want a, a small group of absolutely dedicated, gung-ho, crazy about health and fitness group yeah. of people. Um, and, and that may be hard to find. I don't know, maybe it's, maybe it's Florence, maybe it's the, the general Midwest, whatever it may be. Um, but again, a lot of people are looking for this cheap and easy solution to a, a pretty difficult problem. Um, yeah. We, we, we used to be, maybe call it infighting, whatever, with, with other CrossFit gyms where it's like, you know, you're holding all your cars close to the vest saying, we have the answer, you know, we do it better than this guy. Yeah. Uh, all the gyms in the area have been doing it long enough that they're pretty darn good. Yeah. They're, they're pretty darn good. You're, you're really just working with what's close to proximity to where you yeah. live. That's um, the real game. Yeah. So, but, but. The reality is, is what we're fighting up against is these large kind of corporation gyms that just look at you as a membership um, and kind of profit margin type thing, right? And they benefit from you not being there. Right. They, they don't want you to show up. We strive. We, strive, we have a very lofty goal every week of 90% participation rate. Yeah. Um, and we, we hit it from time to time. More often than not, we're right around the 80 to 82-ish you know, percent, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. We have 80% of the people that belong to this gym show up at least once a week. That's huge. So 
my point is, is, is you now have these kind of larger gyms for 30 bucks a month offering, you know, the same product, you know, with the air quotes around it. So it's not the same. And it's really hard to explain people who are not in, who, who don't have an experience what we offer here, what other CrossFit gyms offer, which is that sense of community, that sense of camaraderie, you know, picking up, picking somebody up when they're, when they're down, you go to a large gym and it's, it's a, uh, you know, headphones on, you know, the world I ignore type thing. Yeah. And there's not anything else going on. It's just you and the mirror and you know, yeah. how you look. So uh, I think how we use this is we've always called this a sanctuary. We want to offer a place that that allows people to come blow off steam, to communicate with friends, to um, you know talk about their weekend, make plans with other friends at the gym, um, come to a place that's that's safe for them to you know quote fail. You know we talk about that stepping outside your comfort zone. We want you to fail. You know it sounds weird, but we want you to fail, to fail to build on. Uh, you know, make this base a little bit bigger and then all of a sudden you're succeeding. You know, I, I can't tell you how many people we've, not just in a weight loss thing, but like going from single unders, single unders, double unders, you know, um, and coaching them through that process, coaching them through a weightlifting meet, getting them set to, to, you know, step on a platform where it's completely silent and, you know, attempt to make a lift. Yeah. So I, I think that's how we, we separate ourselves. Um, you know, he kind of put in, in parentheses here, you know, uh, overall fitness, body, mind, is soul. You know, look at the, what we try and do with the, the try and clean challenge. It's not, it's not just by hop and chance that, you know, we're asking you to do kind of a spirit challenge every meditation. week, you know, meditation, all those things come into your overall health. You know, um, quiet time is something that is a luxury for a lot of people. Um, you know, jokingly, I know Colgan said something about sitting in his car, but shoot, man, there's something about just sitting yeah. in your car and having some quiet time. I'm going to be real honest, guys. I, when I coach in the morning, I get here at 5 a.m. every single morning. And for about five to eight minutes, I sit in my car and I just have that quiet time to myself before the day really gets going. Um, and I do that when I, on the way home at night sometimes. Yeah. Um, the, the, I, I think the big thing with social media the way it is and everything's so fast paced and well cut 16 pounds of fat like this done i i think that is a super like human condition to find the easiest possible way right like that's just how we've evolved like what's the what is the path of least resistance and i think for some of that um is why we have gaps like oh, I, I don't know this answer. I can Google it and now I know it. There's no searching, there's no real satisfaction in that because I didn't do anything to earn that. Um, I think with the diet pill craze and the wrap your tummy with this and put this weird jelly Which, and all real that. Real quick, you were squishing your organs. Stop doing that. <laughs> Whatever that is, I've seen it on cars. Like yeah. You good. were literally smashing your organ tissue uh, don't do that. You're becoming a salsa. Yeah, please do not do that. That's <laughs> um, a terrible idea. But like juice cleanses and things, like, it's, it's just it's promoting a faster way to do things. Um, you know, it t it took you a while to get where you are. Now it's going to take you a while to where you want to be. But it's so worth it when you go through that process and enjoy and appreciate the process, not for reaching the goal, but for all the things you learn on the way to that. Um, through any injury I've ever had, I've always come back significantly stronger because I know, oh, I can fix this and now I've corrected something that I had been ignoring. Yep. No injury happens just like that. Well, some, very randomly do injuries happen that way. Most, you have signals. Eh, this hurts when I do this. Well, what have you been doing to do it? Ignoring it. Yep. You know, we, I, think, I think we have to take more time and enjoy the process of growing in our health and wellness. And I think as far as a spiritual wellness and soul and that kind of thing, it depends on the person. It depends what your thing is. Um, it doesn't have to be a religious thing. It can just be time reconnecting. I think we'd all do a really um, ourselves a really big service by unplugging an hour a day, you know, uh, a day a month, a day a week, whatever that could be. But just unplugging for a second and just 
talking to the people around us yeah. um, without it, your phone. To answer to answer Rob's question, like that is the ways that we try and do that is is promoting that kind of stuff yeah. at, at, at Triumph and you know having these fit family classes and and trying to make this as much of a family as we possibly can. You know, that's I think that's the underlying thing, you know, with what we're trying to do is this is this is way more than just a place to work out. It's it's more of a a community center than it is, you know, a fitness facility. So um yeah, one more from uh Kathy. She uh she wants to know how and what coaches struggle with mental or physical slumps, how you push through boredom, schedules and make fitness low priority, lack of tangible goals, interest here, how you reprioritize or reinvigorate yourself when your heart or body is saying no, not today. Uh, mm -hmm. We kind of answered this a little bit, uh, but uh, to kind of extrapolate on it, mental and physical slumps are, are definitely a, an occurrence, especially uh, me personally in like the world of weightlifting. Like, you know, I, we, we, we go through cycles, uh, 12 weeks are usually, um, you know, a macro cycle. It's a short macro cycle, but you have mesocycles in between four weeks and things like that. So we see a lot of people get to the end of the cycle and in their mind, they're going to PR and they don't. Um, and they hear a lot of just, you know, oh, why didn't I PR? And I'm like, it could be a million factors, yeah. but I always go back to the point of, uh, last time I PR my clean and jerk, I was, I didn't even own Triumph, uh, or maybe we did own it, but I wasn't working. I wasn't here full time. I was still between two gyms. And the last time I PR'd my snatch was at the car uh, the car wash snack. at the car wash gym <laughs> with the beater bar. It with a beater bar. So, I and that, so I'm talking years, right? So for me, it's it's trusting the process, and um, the I think again. Speaking to weightlifting, but insert whatever sport, insert whatever uh, career, whatever you have, you have to count, you have to look for PRs kind of thing. If I'm strictly talking about snatch and clean and jerk, the two big lifts, again, I'm, I'm obviously strictly speaking to um, to just weightlifting because uh, it's, it's kind of what I'm, I'm been doing for a little while now. So, uh, but insert CrossFit, insert basketball, insert soccer, yeah. insert your career. Um, if you're if you're only looking at these massive milestones, you will drive yourself insane. Yeah. You have to think of everything. So, uh, you know, pistols, for example. I PR my pistols because I did ten on each leg, unbroken without stopping. Yep. Um, you know, or I did you know six double unders in a workout when it said thirty instead of five double unders. Yep. You know, I, you've got to look at everything as a PR. Um, and not just to give yourself easy wins, but to understand that you are you are still progressing. Yeah. You know, um, and again, in the sport of weightlifting, like if I feel good on a 90% day and I'm hitting a double where normally I would only make one of those two, I'm gonna consider that a pretty pretty darn good win. You know, so I, uh, I think that's one is is looking for these things to kind of. Um, uh, you know, use as leverage as far as your mental uh, capability. Um, schedules that make fitness a low priority, that's tough. It really is tough. Um, again, speaking to just weightlifting, it's very difficult for me um, to fit a day of lifting in in less than an hour and a half, and that's pushing it depending on what percentages they are. I use CrossFit a lot uh, for those days that I don't, um, and days that it's a really low priority, it sounds bad, guys, but a hundred burpees in your living room, yeah. um, you will you'll thank yourself. You'll hate you'll hate me for saying it when I'm doing when you're doing it. But um, it is just something that's very simple. Um, you know, it gets your heart rate up, it gets you moving, and for most people, you're less than fifteen minutes. I mean, yeah. fifteen minutes would be um, a decent amount of time, right? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, as far as the schedule, uh, like Jared said, I've been doing a lot of personals and adding hours and hours onto my uh my personal schedule um 10 minute amraps get creative um five minute amraps you know like jared was saying pretty easy to spice those up a little bit um i do what i call little trigger sessions with some band work um just basically to get a pump nothing zach and i were kind of talking about the other day it was the uh workout you do before you go to a beach <laughs> you yeah. get a little pump well, going and you feel good you get blood flowing some lunges um and you're gonna have those days it is 
it's I, I would equate it to my schedule so tight I'm not gonna be able to get food from home to eat but I can't pack because I'm in the car all day um, is it better to eat fast food or take that day and fast well you're probably gonna be okay if you fast that day and it's okay to fast a day of exercise right if you go well I did seven days in a row for the last four weeks but I my schedule is not gonna allow me to work out today Good. You probably could rest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. How, how you reprioritize or reinvigorate yourself yeah. and your body, harder body saying no, not today. Yeah. So Stretch. Did, that's, <laughs> that's a good thing. Your yeah. body should tell you that like you should take a day off um, and you need to listen to those yeah. because those are, um, those are part of that. You know, like Chris said, injuries don't happen just like that. You yeah. know, you have these days where, you know, um, Again, perfect example when you come to weightlifting. I think Monday was one where I like started to move around and I'm like, there ain't no way yeah. I'm getting under a barbell today. So what did we do? We did Monday's workout and it was running and burpees. Yeah. You know, it was relatively low impact. It was a hard workout, but it was relatively low impact. I'm not under a heavy barbell. Um, you know, you have to listen to those days. And you gotta listen to your days, you know, when your body is telling you it wants a Snickers bar, go have a freaking Snickers bar. Now I'm saying I'm not saying, you know, Again, those are this is a double-edged sword. If your body's telling you every day to go have a Snickers bar, <laughs> don't say it. Yeah, exactly. I'm not telling you that, but but listen to yourself. Enjoy. You guys are putting in a ton of time and a ton of energy here. You should be able to go enjoy yourself, you know, from time to time. So um, it, it is really hard, Kathy, to answer your question. Um, but finding that balance, I think it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of soul searching, and I think um, you know acceptance of kind of where you're at that that you you don't have to do everything and every single workout to be fit you can yeah. still be a very fit person you can modify you can take days off if you need to um you know if you if you go from working out five days a week to four days a week for six months you're not going to become obese mm -hmm. you know you're not going to lose all your strength yeah. um you may actually benefit from it depending yeah. on you know where your your joints and your muscles and your mind is at so um That's, you really you really just have to kind of play with it um yeah. to really figure out what works best for you and and if you do if you are kind of soul searching there and you're, you're trying to figure out you know what's my goal what's my process what does this look like um there are there are certain people who are injury riddled you know and it's well how do i move better what, when's the last time we kind of looked at that and go, okay, I just want to move better. I don't care about the weight. I want to move right. Uh, I know for me personally, if I don't wake up at a very specific time, my whole day is thrown off. And I'm talking 15 minutes and I'm flustered for an hour. Um, and, that's, and that's when you get off of that routine. And for a lot of us, we are very routine based. Some of us do very well off of a structured schedule. Um, unfortunately, I'm one of those people who I need a very structured schedule. Um, I think if you get something like that, if something's pulling you that way, put it on your social media, tell your friends, throw it out, make it a physical thing. You know, um, if I was, if I was going to go crazy and do a marathon, the only way I'm going to do a marathon is if I go, Hey guys, I'm going to do a marathon because who's I need, in? yeah, who, who's with me? Uh, because I'm going to need you to hold me accountable. Chris, I haven't seen you run, but you've been bench pressing a lot. Um, aren't you doing a marathon? I'm like, ah, man, yep. you're right. I should be doing that. So I think if it's really a goal you care about, you know, write it down. Write it down. Put it on a mirror, whatever. Um, if it's not something that keeps you motivated, it's not a real goal. It, it was just kind of a um, a small motivation. Like you can watch all those motivation videos on video on uh, YouTube and all that and get pumped up for like a solid 15, 20 minutes. But once something gets hard again, um, what are you going to do? Let, last thing on that is I will say use CrossFit, use the gym, use weightlifting, use whatever you're doing as a tool for a goal. Like, it does, like you shouldn't necessarily have to have a gym goal. No. Um, you can run a marathon just doing CrossFit. It's been done. Yeah. You know, like it, it you can do it. Use this as a tool uh, to further yourself down the line. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be, I have to make it to the gym or I have to do this competition or I got to snatch this much or I got to get this many pull-ups. That's just an effect of 
working out, exactly. you know? Yeah. So like if you, you know, so, somewhere you, this, somehow this became a sport, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, this is, it is a sport. It can be a sport, but it, it is, it should be a box of tools that allow you to go bike for two hours without dying or go, yeah. go for a hike for 12 miles and, and, you know, be able to go on with your day, you know? So just, just think about it that way. And I think that helps me a lot. It allows me to go do stuff that, um, I enjoy doing, you know, is this um, functional? Exactly. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, thank you all for some, some questions. If anything yeah, kind of triggered you. a, uh, a specific question you want to ask us personally, feel free to do so. We're obviously all the ways around. So, uh, thank you all for listening and, uh, make sure you subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, and everywhere your favorite podcasts are found. Uh, find us on Triumph Strength that night on Instagram at Triumph Strength and Facebook at facebook.com slash Triumph Strength. Thanks again, guys.